Hey, this is Sean from the Wasted Knowledge Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode two or part two of episode four of our interview with Diamond Dan. Uh, he's a rep with Ultra Pro. He's a facilities manager. He's had a lot of stuff go on in his life, and he's at his first Dragon Con, which is where we're recording this live. Uh, so if you hear any pops or clicks or anything like that, that's all part of the live process uh, we tried to reduce all the background noise as best we could but we really hope you enjoy the second half of the interview we're going to talk about lines of dragon con remote work these ultimate job moments favorite con experiences best drink drinks and drunk thought and also have a little mix match malort so sit back relax enjoy the second half of the interview cheers so we're back after we had to relocate uh because something 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 i don't know uh, there's a line. Sometimes lines form where we were sitting. It was Dragon Con, man. As, as this is the this is everything you've ever wanted to mention. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, really. Lines form sometimes people pour off two balls themselves. I want to talk to you. CC ain't always right, but he's right now, motherfuckers. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let's turn her back. Bye. Yes, that's great. So I gotta forget where we left off. Um, mm. uh, last I remember, we were we may have segued a little bit off, but we were trying to figure out. Uh, we asked you what you would be doing if you weren't. Oh, in day to day life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the tabletop game industry or So day to day is more like I'm a remote worker, okay, and I think that's an important thing to state. Uh, my main company currently, my main client is based in LA, and I travel with them, or to them in some regards. And I have, like, even with when I was at AG, I was remote. And I think remote working is a big thing that needs to be accepted. I'm a huge proponent of it. And I could, but I can also tell you, like, uh, just from the way you've been talking and the way you push work, you're very much a self motivated like you want to be doing you want to be you want to be doing something I'm competitive you're right you're so motivated I am working remotely working from home is great for self-motivators there are some people who don't really have the self-control I have been that person or the 80 I have been that person I've been in an office as a call center representative and then they put me at home and I'm like sweet I mean, my call times were the same-ish, maybe 30 seconds higher, which was still average. Like, I was really good. I'm really good at call center, just FYI. But yeah, I was slower. I was slow. I'm like, fuck this shit, I got a laptop over here. Why am I paying attention? I'm like, yeah, I'll put you on hold. Not when I was in the gaming industry, just FYI. So, how old were you? When, uh, when, 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 yeah, I was turn 40 in October. What's that? I'll turn 40 in October. No, no, when you were doing the call center stuff, how old were you? 35. Oh, okay. So, 34. Relatively recently? I, yeah, 30, remote, 34. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The remote working is still fairly new as far as professionals. I mean, I've been remote working the last five years, half okay. of that game. But, I, I, oh, the first time I was a remote worker was 2010, so I was like 32, oh. 31. Sorry, my apologies. I misunderstood the question. No, that's cool. Just, just curious. Um, yeah. So I was a remote worker before I was in the gaming industry. So I got that reality check early. And you should try it. Work for a company. 
Do you care about them if you're not there? Are you not there with your coworkers? Coworkers breed unity. But you also need to know that. If you're if you're going to conventions like now with my coworkers that I am, yeah, we're breeding unity. But if you're completely remote, it's rough. It is rough. Yeah. Right? It's 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 hard to build relationships. Yeah. Simply as that. It's hard. It's not impossible, but you need to make effort. So, I mean, have you ever worked with someone that you never met, like, for, like, a, just, like, yes, that you, just, you just never met, and mm-hmm. you, like, completed a project or a cycle or something? I've had people I've never met in my life that I was like, yo, this dude's the greatest dude. That lady is, like, amazing. I always want to talk to her, and sometimes, like, why am I talking to this person? Yes. Do you still work with them? Work with those people? I'm sorry. Do you still work with those people? Oh, no, no, no. That's That's much more corporate. Okay. That was like corporate as in like a giant corporation. I'm talking like international. Yeah. Like billions of dollars of insurance. Yeah. Now, the gaming industry is... If you go to... Five gaming conventions a year. And my gaming conventions, I'm not talking about your local stuff, guys. Alright? I'm talking about Gen Con, Origins, Gamma, Dragon Con, PAX Unplugged, PAX East, PAX West. More. There's more. GDC. Yeah, that's it. But basically, if you're there and you make an effort, you'll get known. Yeah. It's important that you get known for work. For what? Work. Work. Yeah. Like I said, man, show up on time, get shit done. If you do that, people rank. You will be shocked at the people that you're hanging out with. They're like, yo, they're great people. They're not there on time, and they're not getting done. Yeah. And guess what? That means you're going to get invited to the next convention or two. You're going to get be invited to the same convention next year. Sure. Someone who may not have worked as hard as you will get invited to the same convention next year. But guess what? You went to, like, Gen Con. You went to PAX Unplugged. You went to Gamma. La-di-da. Guess what? If, you're, if people ask you to travel, you're quality. Okay? First of all, that means that they don't think they can get... Or... They're not confident they can get people that's there. That's fine. That doesn't mean they can't and never think they can. That's why you always have to be on time and that's why you always have to get shit done. It's not a lax off. You don't you don't quit. Right. You keep going. That's why it's a grind and that's why it matters. Just like any industry, man. If you're an engineer, alright, or you're a welder, guess what? If you're a welder, when they ask you for overtime and you answer, guess what? You're first on the list next week to get on overtime. And if you answer three out of every four weeks, guess what? Three out of every four weeks are going to suck because that's like an extra two days. You're going to shit ton of money. And that fourth weekend is like, I do whatever I want. So what is, what is your favorite way to, to balance that schedule? I mean, because you can get, you know, if you're reliable and you're on time, you're doing good work, you're called upon a lot. How do you regulate that for yourself? Or do it's you? because I love what I do. What's that? It's because I love what I do. 
No, no, but like, how, how do you rate? Like, is there something that you do? Like, not that I want to throw it out there. Like, like doing this podcast. Like, what do you do for yourself that like that also makes you happy outside of work? I hang out with people that I may never see. <laughs> the ha 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 is from my friend Dennis. I've known Dennis. I played games against Dennis. I played the last game that I distinctly remember was like 07, 08. I remember the decks. I can literally describe the meta of the environment. I've seen him a few times in the last 12 years. I've seen him more in the last like three days than I've ever seen him in the last like 12 years. And Dennis is awesome. He's cool. a great dude. His lady, Seth, also lady, awesome. Great people. And the only reason I'm seeing that now is because I'm here. That's it. It's, it's the experience, guys. Like, the bottom line is about life. And I know a lot of dipshits say, oh, it's a spice of life. Look, I'm not telling you to go anywhere you don't want to go to. Like, don't. All right? Like, don't. It's fine. You have your reasons. But push your boundaries, guys. Like, just do shit. You know? But also, show up on time and get shit done. <laughs> That's the balance. That's the balance. Look, this is Dragon Con. Dragon Con's insane. But I've literally taken, I'd say about an hour and a half. Ish. Now. Ish. To talk to you guys. And I literally could have been at like 13 different hotels in three different cosplays and I could have been there. But I would rather transcribe the fact that show up on time, get shit done. That is literally all you have to do in an industry that you love. Yeah. All right? I am not advising you to show up on time and get shit done in an industry you don't love. But if you're willing to sacrifice that, look, I know plenty of gamers who work in industries they don't give a shit about. And they're the same as me. Show up on time, get shit done. I happen to luck sack, and I do luck sack, but I can do that. Here's opportunities. You can do it. Yeah. You can. So, since you brought up, like, what else do you might be doing? Like, if you weren't doing, working oh. in games. But, uh, what, what is your favorite? Your, your, like, your pinnacle moment so far? in the job that you've been doing. And what is your pinnacle... Sorry, wow. I got myself really loud really quick. What, what is your, your your pinnacle experience or moments that, like, that like you're like, man, I'm glad I worked so hard. I'm glad I, I'm glad like, I showed up on time. And I, this... I like this when I find right two people. It could be two people out of five. But I like the spark of them when they get the game. When I don't have to teach them anything. I like that moment where, like, sure, you ask a weird rules question, but I can walk away, and I know they can play the game. Cool. That's hot, man. That's so great. Teaching. Yeah. But it's it's a lot easier than actually teaching. By the way, teachers, I love you. You guys are fucking hardcore. You're amazing. You deserve summers off. I just want that established. <laughs> But I love when I can teach someone a game. You may not, you may not know the genre. Genre, like this weekend, there's there's a lot of people who don't know deck building games. I'm like, this is what you do. Like, what do you mean I get to 
buy cards and add it to my start. I'm like, well, that's the genre. Yeah. That's what we're doing. And not everyone gets it, but when you see that snap. Yeah. And they're like buying stuff, like like buying cards out in New York. I'm like, I've done my job. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean they don't have a rules question. That doesn't mean you don't have to clarify. And that's an amazing thing. You should always be ready to clarify or answer a question. Customer service is paramount because we are a service industry. Yeah. Anyone who tells you gaming is not a service industry is a dumb fuck and you should not listen to them. I I, I wholly agree. It, it is a product for consumption or experience. It's not a dumb fuck. Not, not today, sir. Not today. This is the first episode that we've started recording for the new season. I don't know if this is going to be the first one or not, but... You do what you're going to do. So we used to do like a bunch of kind of like lightning round questions. Sure, fire. Less. But yeah. let, let me let me confer with my associate. Are we still doing that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Sir. Uh, well, what is... Uh, well, actually, I want to ask a question that's not really lightning round. But we wanted to ask you. This is my first Dragon Con. This is your first Dragon Con. You love it. But you have a lot of convention experience. And what's your favorite story? Like, even if it's quick, what's the craziest favorite story from your working in the convention industry? I think it's the fact that I can go to any city in the USA and be like a day before I'm here and people who have met me from other conventions are like, yo, we got you. This is where we're going to go eat. This is where we're going to have a beer. This is where we're going to talk. That's what I love. I love the access to people for a few hours that I never would have ever had access before. I don't know. Does that... He's talking about us. I said he's talking about us. Yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> it's, it kind of gets you. No, I mean that's more that's general good. than I was going for. But at the mm. same time, it's awesome because that is true. Like, you, you create such a tight network all around the country. Yeah, and I try. Anywhere you go, people so, are like try this, try this, try this. Yeah, which is that is, that is really cool to have really a sense of community at least nationwide if not worldwide which if, it sounds like you have at least partially in the bag so yes yeah, I mean this is a worldwide statement I apologize by worldwide I mean Europe and America right sorry Jim no it's fine so uh, I have also enjoyed beverages internationally how's the is there a, an experience involving alcohol anywhere in the world that still kind of sticks out to you is like, wow, yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad that weird thing happened. Or glad that I survived. Or yeah, that I survived. The, Guinness, the Guinness factory in Dublin, sure, is is a it's a museum. Yeah. Like you go through the tour, you have like 18 different Guinnesses, and by 18, that's a lot. So like four or five. But the best drink I've ever had in my life, ever, and I will f- go to my grave right now until something tops it. I was at a Jameson Brewery at St. James Gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Now, they, they brew Jameson, not they brew it in Cork, okay? But they ship it in daily. I had Tom Collins there, and they're like, would you like me to peel the orange? I'm like, sure. And they're like, it's an extra five bucks we do this? I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah. So I think they like took an orange and a drink and it, like a, a, an age that mattered. That Tom Collins was the best drink I've ever had. And I can literally show you pictures of it and I'll send it to you. Like he peeled an entire orange. And I peeled it, I mean like he had a knife that's like his thumb size. And he just went like this. He's looking at me, he's like shh, shh, shh. So like he like spiral cut the whole oh, thing. Yeah. Nice. Oh. And I like, what did you do? He's like, I made you Tom Collins. I'm like, Well that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> Best string I've ever had. In my restaurant we have a little automated machine that'll peel an entire orange. And that matters. And we call it Peely Dan. Nice. <laughs> Peely Dan's people. Yeah. That's good. Peeling in the years. Sorry, no, I was trying to remember which band it was. I met Air Supply the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Apparently they, like, eat at my restaurant all the time. Didn't fucking know that. And uh, now I'm swearing on the podcast. If it works, it works. What was the worst Oh. Oh, my God. We're going back to college. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> what did you do to yourself? You know the worst, the worst, the, the worst alcohol I've ever drank? It was fall semester of my freshman it was Mike Rapos' birthday, and they gave me a bottle of Goldschlager. Ooh. And, and they said, like, hey, you need to go, like, three streets up and two streets down in Rhode Island. And I'm like, what? They're like, look, when the, when the old stone wall goes up and goes left, follow that. I'm like, okay. So I sat there for an hour for a Goldschlager bottle for people to come. <laughs> That was the worst alcohol in my entire life. Alright. I need your steel cups. Should I finish it? Are you close? Yeah. Okay, yes. Uh, awesome. Have you ever had... What's your best... This is a favorite question for us, so... What's your... I'm doing stuff. It's nice. What's your most provocative drunk thought? Like, what... what that you had that was influenced by alcohol that is still to this day either you're like that was such a great idea I need to do that or you think about it all the time or maybe it didn't let you do it why did I not come to more cosplay conventions <laughs> touche sir <laughs> that's as I am at a cosplay convention I, this is I mean this is irrationally weird Dragon Con is and yet so familial and comfortable it. Yeah, like it's 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 so wonderful. I yeah. I this is the, this is my first con that I ever came to in my life was this convention nine years ago I think it was, and it was because a friend of mine. I want to see it A friend of mine was going to pass away, and she's like, "Hey, you've got to come to this. This is like one of my last wishes. I right. want you to come to this con. You'd love it." How good would this be, Star Wars? It is Star Wars. Mine. No, that's BB-8 in the Braves. No, I'm good. That's everything for me. Oh, you need the hat. No, 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 no. Your hair is solid. But you need it. You're better than that. All right. 
So I'm prepping us for our. I mean, uh, I'm in our podcast. Whatever our, our our. It looks like you're putting it away. No, it's it's a challenge that we always put forth. Oh yes. Yes. Are you ready for mix, mix mash, malort? So yes. Yes. So I mean, you obviously kind of like malort, so it's not a big deal, I think. But uh, it still is. It's it's, it's it's essentially Russian roulette. Uh, two two glasses are not malort, and one is. And malort is um, is a great bittering agent or bitters. However, in a in a volume size so shot, shoot it. Uh, it should. I don't think it should ever be used for that. But it, yeah. for the last seventy years in Chicago, it has been, and it's like like licking Satan's taint. Ah, uh, it's dry and harsh and bitter and lingers on your palate forever. Life goes on, right? So, I mean, I'm gonna try not to look. And uh, being that we've been drinking for an hour, I honestly don't even know which glass is which anymore. But Diamond Dan, I like it. Being that you're our guest, you get first choice. So pick a glass. One in front of me, baby. Solid TC. Pick. A- do I just give you the cold one? It's supposed to be. You're cheapening the game, sir. All right, cheers, gentlemen. So what are we doing? Just shoot it? Just shoot it. I mean, you can yeah. smell it if you want, but... And then we go off everybody's reaction to putting down the water. I mean, shooting straight rum is... <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you got it. That's, that's her face. I knew I did. I knew Sean did. That's, that's super bitter. It is. It is very bitter. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> oh, now you're posing for the Malort shot. That's. Damn, I am. He's too. He's too Yeah, it, it stays for a while. Shitty. It's it's rough. And, and honestly, like the very first cocktail you had had that in. Actually, the second one did too. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? You're gonna impulse with me, and you fucking buy me a drink. So fuck you, motherfuckers. That, I mean, that's fine. I, I guess. I mean, we have. Actually, I think you're only like the third guest who's gotten the more. Then you're the second guest who hasn't I, I did it! I'm alive! The last it's guest. shitty! The last guest. <laughs> I want... I want you all to know what I just drank is shitty. And I'm sad it was in my mouth. But I'm also happy that I've had confirmation that I may have a rendezvous that is not this later on. So. So. I'm gonna leave it in. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Alright. Well, Fucking McKean! First, that's our first DragonCon podcast. Yeah, it is. And we'll probably bring you a couple more. Oh, I'm I'm Randy Rockman, right? But and thank you everybody for joining us today. Thank you, Dr. Dan. If you have not been to DragonCon as a first-time attendee, you need to come to Dragon and experience it. This is beyond anything you've ever thought of as a nerd. Yeah, and someone dropped something did, from did someone us. Someone just like, fucking like yeah, it is. multiple floors up. Like at least three, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But either way, wow. Yeah, they dropped shit, dude. As, as we're talking about how amazing Dragon Con is, someone just spilled a drink from like many stories up onto us. 
Hey, this is Sean again. Thank you so much for listening. You must be enjoying it since you're still here. So please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you happen to be listening to our podcast. Say hello to us at Wasted K Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can always drop us a line at wastedknowledgepodcast at gmail.com, wastedknowledgepodcast.com. Uh, or, or if you'd like to help support us and make sure we can continue to produce these really fun and crazy interviews you can go to patreon.com forward slash wasted knowledge and help us out so thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed it we hope you stay tuned and of course as always drink responsibly get a safe ride home cheers